everybody. Welcome back to the Movement Method Podcast. My name is Kyle. I am here with Taylor, and we are continuing our series on everything you need to know about garage gyms. So today, in this installment, we are talking about what type of training can you do in your garage gym? What type of equipment do you need? Um, kind of a segue from the last episode. If you haven't listened to the first two, go back because uh, we talk a little bit about equipment. And then, um, but yeah, but here we are. So we're going to talk about what limitations you may or may not have while building your garage gym and how you can uh, possibly conquer those or uh, just talk about different preferences, right? That's kind of what we're what we're getting at. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, in last week's episode, we discussed, um, you know, a little bit of Kyle's, you know, what he's got in his gym, what he's currently doing. Um, so we want to dive a little bit deeper into, you know, the different kinds of training that you can do. Are you limited to certain things or is there pretty much, you know, no limit to what you can and can't do in a garage gym? So um, I guess I'll tell you guys a little bit about mine and uh, what I plan to do. Um, so I've already got a little bit of equipment from, you know, where we used to live and, you uh, going to transition that over and then get some new equipment. I sold some old stuff, but yeah, so a little bit of my training specifically right now. Um, I don't even really want to call it CrossFit because I know that will probably get a lot of backlash and people who do CrossFit will eventually see a video of me working out and be like, you don't do CrossFit. That's not CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> but I do probably subscribe more to that style of training. I enjoy it. I enjoy that it seems to change on a consistent basis. Um, I like the functionality. Um, you know, mobility is something that I really need to work on specifically. So for me, uh, the equipment that I currently have, um, I have one set of dumbbells. I've got an assault bike. I have a rower. I've got um, a box for like box jumps, step ups, stuff like that. Um, so if we're looking at phases similar to what we did with Kyle's, that's my first phase. Um, when I was back in Texas and I had our garage set up that way, I did have, you know, a specific weight machine. So I was kind of mixing in both uh, the CrossFit style workout, if you will, with just traditional weightlifting, you know, bodybuilding type stuff along those lines. Um, but I think I'm going to pass on that again this time. I think, I think I'm going to actually cave and, and get a rack like Kyle and get free weights. So that way I can do a little bit more, um, you know, the, the, for lack of a better term, CrossFit style stuff, implementing some of the Olympic weightlifting in with more of the, you know, high rep stuff that CrossFit so what machine, kind of offers. What, what machine did you have? So I had that, you know, it. that typical, I mean, it was the pulley system machine, like an Ivanek or Ivanco or whatever they're called. Did it um, take up like six feet of space? Was it like one of those? Yeah, like dude, a big it one? was, it was, yeah. it was like, yeah, I think six foot out from the wall and then three and a half to four foot from Jeez, arm to huge. arm. So, I mean, yeah, it was, it was not ideal, but it wasn't expensive. I mean, it was like. 200 bucks on sale oh, from Amazon. Awesome. So, yeah, I mean, and that's that's ultimately why we got it in the first place because, you know, the other racks and stuff that I'm looking at specifically, you know, they're they're definitely not 200 bucks um, when you add up everything that you want to get. Yeah. But that being said, 
this time around, I want to do it right, so I'll, I'm willing to wait. And after talking with Kyle about doing it in phases, you know, it just made a ton of sense because before I was trying to figure out a way to get it all done all at once just so I could say I have a garage gym. Yeah. And I kind of regret it, but, you know, now I get a, a second chance at life, if you will, for the, the garage gym owner, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So, you know, my specific style of training is going to focus on that um, to start with. And then, you know, if it wants to change, I think, you know, we're afforded the, that opportunity. Um, with free weights, you can transition into more of just a, a weightlifting style. Um, yeah. I mean, you can do powerlifting you just got to get more weight which definitely will take me some time to really need to do that but um you can do powerlifting you can do bodybuilding you can do crossfit cross training you can do a lift olympic style training i mean shoot if you don't have any interest in any of that you can do yoga you can turn your garage into a yoga studio i mean i don't i personally don't think there's a limit on on you know where you can take it um, yeah so um no, it's not. I mean, the only thing you can't do is, I mean, you can't sprint, but I mean, you're, you're basically in the world at that point if you're a garage gym. Just go outside. Like, go yeah. on the sidewalk. You know what I mean? Like, you don't exactly. need, like, a treadmill. You don't need, um, you know, these things that you can naturally do. So you're not really limited. And what's great, so, like, with the horse stall mats that I have, um, back from the front of the garage to the back of the garage, going back twice is 20 yards. So for me, like when I do like mobility stuff, like inchworms or, um, you know, uh, bear crawls, Spider-Man pushups, things like that, where I'm like doing something that require like walking lunges is a good one. That's plenty of space. You just turn around and yeah. basically one time back is a, typically a set. Like I can get one, two, three, four. I can get like six or seven steps going back to front on dumbbell lunges, like no problem. So that's, you have plenty of space. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when when I was doing, you know, workouts at a commercial gym before, I'd, I'd want to, like, program or do something that was, you know, do some weights or do, like, some power cleans or some whatever you want to, you know, put in there. But then part yeah. of it was a sprint or a run. And it's like in a commercial gym, you know, you got to either jump on a treadmill and try to get work up to it or you just got to – be that guy that's just running around in a gym that kind of looks weird but um yeah. you know like both of us have it in our garage we can always just open our garage door and run outside if we need to yeah. um, well and when you substitute right like you have yeah, a you salt bucket out. and you have a rower yeah. i have a rower so i don't i don't even like to run to begin with no i'm not a huge fan i don't i don't and personally this comes in the programming because it just i mean you have to you have to have a program and that's what really helps is like you know, you know your style, and you know what you what you want to perform at, or or look like, or whatever that is. So, I mean, for me, it's functionality. Like, I'm not a runner, but I like to row, so I'm going to replace everything that requires some kind of cardio, or like uh, like CrossFit, especially. They're like, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna do a thousand meter swim today, and you're like, really? How many yeah. people got gyms in a freaking swimming pool? That they can do a thousand meters in? No, those people are rowing, is what they're doing. Exactly. Like, so exactly. there's. There's substitutions just like you would in any commercial gym, because how often do you actually see a guy sprinting back and forth in the commercial gym? Not often. Not very it's often. Kind of dangerous because there's people yep. in the way and equipment and all that. So. Yep. Exactly. Just, ex exactly. just expect the substitutions. Is what I yes, would say. definitely. So, 
Well, and you've, you've been a trainer and you are still a trainer. And, you know, even though you're not necessarily currently working at a gym. So I guess from your experience of training people, was there, I mean, did you train most of your individuals at the gym or was there, were there people who were, um, specifically working out at home that you would give them programs? Uh, you know, when I was training, there wasn't a lot of people with garage gyms. I think it's now starting to get a little bit more mainstream. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they came, they came to the gym, but I was lucky enough to where we usually had like a, like a pretty good, what they call functional area. We had like a lot of space reserved for trainers and stuff. So, uh, we weren't going to a lot of machines to begin with. Gotcha. So So if, if you were to program somebody who wants to do like, let's just say like overall functionality let's again i don't want to call it crossfit um what type of equipment do you think that they would need um you're gonna need barbells or barbells just one you really don't need to i don't know why people have two barbells it doesn't make sense to me like i'm not that how pro are you yeah um so they're like yeah i use this barbell for this and this barbell for that i'm like dude no one cares about the center neural that you have on your barbell just (laughs) it's fine you're not gonna compete so it's cool so exactly. just you, so you need one barbell, and I would say you need, um, you know, you need plates. I prefer bumper plates. You can do steel; it doesn't matter. Um, but just get some kind of plates you can load on it. Definitely get some sort of rig, like like a rack. Uh, there's a lot of racks that you can just mount on the wall that come like six inches off the wall. Like you don't need some fancy one. You just need somewhere to put that. So barbell. Um, I would say definitely get like a rower or an assault bike. Um, don't waste your time with the treadmill, personally. Uh, get something that's more bang for the buck. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just you're not your lower body. You're doing just treadmill. Um, and then I would say for someone specifically cross training, I would probably go with kettlebells versus dumbbells. Yep. Because you're not going to be doing curls and, and things like And you can do rows and everything like that with kettlebells. So I would say kettlebells, um, barbell, and a rack to put it on, and a piece of cardio equipment, and you're good. That's like three things, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, no. And I, I completely agree with the kettlebell thing. You know, like I said, I got – I just started out with just getting a set of – I think it's either 25 or 35-pound dumbbells. And I love them at this point in time. I'm going to have to eventually, you know, increase that, I hope. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I – I'm debating, do I get kettlebells, or there's actually something out there that you can, it's like a handle, I don't know if you've seen it, it like grips your uh, dumbbell, and you can turn it into a kettlebell, so like you can do your kettlebell swings, and you can like do your kettlebell snatches and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really weird, and it's... Are you limited on weight? Like, is it, does it just go with the weight of the dumbbell, or, because there's new kettlebells too that have like discs. That you can just keep on adding a disc. Yeah, I've seen those it too. Gets, it's kind of similar, like a power block, but like a you know, yeah, kettlebell version. It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, no, I think this was ultimately made for individuals who bought like a whole set of dumbbells, and now they don't have to necessarily go out and buy a whole set of kettlebells. You just take oh, this cool. handle and you just you kind of just loop it up around your the handle of your dumbbell, and it just turns that into the the weight. And I'll have to look at that. It's now but, uh, yeah, I'll. Uh, I'll see if I can find it and send you a link or even just post it on our on our so page. So 
What's cool about kettlebells versus dumbbells is you're going to keep the cost down if you're doing that cross-training type of style. Because with dumbbells, typically the person that uses dumbbells is definitely more like the bodybuilding type of, type of aesthetic, right? And you go five pounds and then every five pounds up to 50 or 70 or whatever it is. With, with kettlebells, you're typically only using like four to five different weights, you know? Whereas a dumbbell, you have to buy more because you have to make up for all these weights. So someone that functionally trains, in quotes, I mean, you're, I mean, you're probably going to end up with like a 30, a 40, and then maybe like a 70 and a 90. Like you're not going to end up with all that stuff in between. So yep. for someone doing that. And, oh, one thing I forgot, sandbags. Get sandbags. a couple, Get a couple like heavy, don't get light sandbags. Don't get like 30 pounds. I would start with like probably at least 50 that's what I would recommend. But get good ones. Get like good quality ones. Yeah. Do your research on sandbags because you can get really cheap ones that look like a tube and the sand will leak out. Um, so you want to get like a one that almost looks like a backpack or something. You know, like it has yep. like all the straps on it. But there's some good there's some good companies out there. Yep. And now what what specific like what are your favorite things to do with the sandbag? Um, you can do so one of my best friends, he's a he's a He's a firefighter, so he loves working out with sandbags. So every time we, we, we talk or get together, he makes me do some crazy sandbag workout. But you can do those things where basically you just do like over-the-shoulder lifts. So it's kind of like doing like a deadlift, but like it's, you know, you have the sandbag between your feet, and then you lift it up. You, you put it over one shoulder, and you throw it back down. You get back down. You put it over the other, other shoulder. You throw it back down. It's kind of a similar movement to like, uh, to like medicine ball slams. Yeah. But um, but not as as goofy and a little bit more controlled. Um, so, and you can do carries, like anything yep. to do with carries. So, like kettlebells, for instance, are very like they're just solid. So you can't really do like carries with those unless you're doing like an overhead straight arm carry. Yeah. With sandbags, you can mount them on your back. There's a ton that you can do lunges. Well, that's, and that's the thing with like dumbbells or kettlebells. A lot of that's it depends on your grip strength too. So there's a lot of times that like, you know, you could potentially increase your weight for carries, but you know, if your yeah. grip strength isn't up to it, you're kind of limited until that increases. So yeah, I agree. Uh, sandbags, good one. Um, what about medicine balls or wall balls? What are your thoughts or opinions on those? You know, I don't know. I'm not a big wall ball guy. Uh, I would, I think I'm kind of against, actually not kind of, I'm very against doing movements that deserve heavier weight multiple times. So like, for instance, you shouldn't be doing like 50 deadlifts in a row. Like it, the deadlift is not, it's, that movement was not made to do over and over and over again, like and take a beating. That's when you get injured. Um, also same with squats. Any of those large movements, like, you shouldn't be doing those 50, 100 times in a row. It's just not, honestly, it's just not safe. And most people aren't that experienced to be able to do it. Yep. Um, unless you're freaking, like, Rich Froning, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, um, exactly. So I, I'm not big on that because a lot of times you do wall balls, you're not doing six of them, you're doing 60. And I'm just like, mm, I don't know. I feel like your form just compromised. Yeah, um, no, I completely agree. So that's just personal for me. But. Yep. 
Yeah, and I think that's another thing to keep in mind too as you're, you know, going through this garage gym process. And this is massive rabbit trail, so I'll try to get back to our normal topic. But, you know, when you're going into this, you know, you see a lot of these individuals and especially talking about CrossFit here. But, you know, you see the CrossFit games. Um, and ultimately, if you think you're going to go out there and if you think doing CrossFit at your house or just for a workout, like to get in shape, if you think it is doing what those individuals do at the games, that's just not, it's just not true. I mean, that would be like me thinking I'm going to go out and throw the football around, you know, is going and playing for the Cowboys, you know, for a whole season. It's just a completely different, different animal. So you think you have to be aware of that, you know, just like Kyle said, you just have to know your limitations and know what you can handle and then be smart about it. So, yeah, I mean, I think like working out is just, you're literally just practicing movements that you want to be better at. Yep. So for me, like when I go squat, I don't think, okay, I'm going to do as much as I can do today. I don't care what my form looks like. My whole mindset is, okay, I'm going to go in here and practice this movement. And that's it. You're practicing a movement to get better at it. That's the whole point of it. And the, you know, obviously the byproduct to working out is, you know, you're going to get, get better health and that's the ultimate goal. But where your mind should be is how well can I do this movement? How well is my body moving? How am I feeling when I'm doing this? And that's really what it comes down to, I think. And that's truly what keeps you motivated because it gives you more goals to look at than just your weight or just your body fat. Or, you know, um, like I was talking to my wife about this last night and I said, you know, okay, so what's your goal? Like if your goal isn't weight, because she's like, well, I don't, I'm not worried about my weight right now. And I was like, okay, well, cool. I was like, so what's your other goal then? Like, what's your health goal? And she's like, well, I don't know. I've never really thought about that. All I've really thought about is like weight. And I'm like, okay, yep. well, maybe a good goal would be like, mm, I think I want to try to squat my own body weight. That's a great goal. So what is it going to take to get there? So it's just it's just finding ways to keep you motivated that way. And there's so many different like, or like, hey, I want to row, you know, 10,000 meters without stopping. Like, that's a cool you know, that's cardio base. So, right. I don't know. I don't know what rabbit trail we're on right now, but I like it. No, we're, we're on one. And, <laughs> and I literally just wrote down like another topic right there is goal setting. <laughs> so like it. that will be a series coming to you soon. Um, but yeah, let's jump back in off this rabbit trail that I put us on and uh, back to our styles of training. So another question for you, and then I'll give my kind of two cents on it too. Um, we talked about cross training and kind of what equipment pieces and whatnot. Um, what about if someone wants to do like bodybuilding and they want to get into it, anything specific you'd recommend? Uh, you still want the barbell because those are going to be your three, you know, your big lifts, right? Your deadlift, your squat, your bench, like that's the big three. And that is across any platform of fitness is your big three. So just keep those in mind. Um, deadlift squat bench and then I would probably replace the kettlebells with uh, you know with dumbbells and then probably a cable something to do with like some kind of resistance whether it's like uh, resistance bands or a cable machine uh, like I mentioned I'm getting from Archon um, just yeah I would say those three aesthetics is pretty easy you don't yeah. need as much for aesthetics you don't and need now, a sandbag. Are you a supporter of free weights 
or machine, kind of like what I talked about on the last one of like Wait, what I had. All day. Free weights, yep. No, yeah, I, I like what you can accomplish with a machine in the gym. You can accomplish with like a TRX or like a suspension type of movement because all you're doing is just triggering muscle at that point. You're locked into one plane of motion on a machine. So just you're, you're just, for lack of better terms, you're getting a pump. You're not like doing any real work when you're doing machines. You're just not. I mean, when it comes to, it just, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna plateau so fast on it. You heard it here first, folks. Free weights over I, machines. <laughs> any day, all day. I, I will. I agree. And, I and any, that's like, and I don't think anyone would argue that. Like, no one with like true yep. training common sense would ever argue that. Yep. Yeah, fool. no, I, I had that machine and I, I did not like it. And that's why I'm willing to uh, go ahead and save up a little bit and spend the extra money to get the free weights and get the get the rack because when I was you know working out with free weights is when I felt the best so I I won't I will not be going back to to machine workout that being said if it's all you can afford it's all you can do it's better than doing nothing so you know I think yeah. I think it has its place but um yeah no I think that that's that's good stuff so we covered let's see our cross training which, you know, then we can go into powerlifting. Again, I would say squat rack, you know, your free weights. I think we're, we're coming along here and figuring out pretty quickly that <laughs> with a good set of free weights, you can pretty much do, you know, any type of training that you want, which is, you know, kind of the point we were trying to hit home here is that, you know, having the home gym, while, you know, certain individuals may think you're, you're limited and you can't do a lot of things, um, I just don't believe that's the case. I think no. you you have the ability to to customize and do whatever it is you want to do, um, for lack of a better term, from the comfort of your own home. Yeah, yeah. You can't be scared of free weights, and I think that's the main concern. People are scared of it, especially if you're you've been in a commercial gym and you're just you see the machines and that's all you've been using. When yep. you see somebody like using a barbell, you're like, mm, I think I'm going to drop that on my head. But yeah. you just have to get more experienced. And with that more experience will come better everything, better aesthetics, better performance. Um, get used to free weights. They're just, it's, I mean, it's it's the gold, you know. It's, it, it's the gold of the gym. You don't want to settle for bronze and all these little machines that are, just aren't really benefiting you a whole lot. So, Absolutely. you know, find a good program. Yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's, you know, exactly right. You, you've hit the nail on the head there um, with that one. So um, anything else, anything you can think of specifically as far as like different types of workouts or styles of, of working out that you can do from home? Um, let's just, I mean, for example, let's say you don't have access to a gym or a place where you can you know, throw a bunch of weight around. I mean, you can you can still find a spot to do, you know, your body weight exercise. I mean, shoot, you can do yeah. yoga from pretty much any room. There's a ton you can do with your body. I mean, use the, like, get one of those over-the-door hanging um, suspension systems. Yeah. You know, you can, you can do a lot of damage with that. I mean, it's those are pretty great. It's no joke, man. I mean, so. you get one and you think you know what you're doing, and then you try it and you fall on your face the first time you try to do those. 
incline decline push-ups or whatever they're called oh it's, yeah that uh, is uh not for the faint of heart so yeah i trained uh i trained i did a i did a trx class three days a week uh, for like a year and uh man i just mess people up on that and they're like i can't believe i get a workout from yeah. this because you can completely control the weight by moving in or moving out oh, yeah. or there's tons of ab work you can do. They're just it just it's crazy. That that's one of the best, in my opinion, one of the best systems that's come out in like the last twenty years for sure. That's awesome. That is awesome. So all right. Well hey, do you have any other questions or anything else to add to today's lesson? Concluding thoughts? I don't think so. I mean, tell us what you guys want to hear as well. Um, you know, if there's certain workout things you guys want to hear, Taylor and I are, are more than happy to answer. Taylor's, you know, very, very experienced as well and can answer very, basically everything I said, he would say the same. So um, reach out and ask us questions. One of us will get back to you on there um, or we'll talk about it and say, hey, how do you want to answer this? So you'll yeah. get both our input when you send us a message on any questions that you have from this series. Exactly. And if you, th and if you think differently or you have a different viewpoint, we want to know, I mean, we're, we are in no way the, the experts on this. We can only speak from our experience and what's worked for us and what we like. Um, you know, so, uh, we would love to have conversations with you guys, answer any questions like Kyle said. Um, but then also get input as far as like what else you guys want to talk about. Um, we mentioned it last week as well. It does not necessarily have to be fitness related. It can be specifically about setting goals and those goals don't have to be fitness. They can be about anything in life. You know, how do you, you know, what is success? What's, what is true success? What is, you know, how do you, how do you pick a goal to be successful in today's world? Whether that's, you know, financially, you know, emotionally, whatever you want to do. Um, we are more than happy to, to talk about, you know our lives and lay it all out there for the sake of you maybe know, we'll do like maybe we'll do like a random question of the week or something hey That'd i'm down fun. for that like I'm totally ask down us for that. and i don't care what it says i'll read it on on here for uh sure. yeah ask us a random question of the week even if it's like super insulting to us i'm still gonna read it i think it's gonna be hilarious so <laughs> No, absolutely, and we can we can run that through our Instagram. So we'll 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 start doing that. You know, each week we'll uh, we'll put out like, hey, ask us questions, and and we'll we'll read one or two of the funny ones or or serious ones. It doesn't have to be you know just all fun and games. It can we can get serious here too. Um, we yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll read them on the on the episodes and and go through and and try to answer as best we can. All right, guys. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk with you next week. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and uh, we'll give you more on the next week's episode. Awesome. Thanks, guys. We will uh, catch you in the next one, and enjoy your weekend.